The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Are you serious right now? Hey guys, welcome back to This Ain't It 2021, baby. It's a new year. Same podcast, yeah. same shit. <laughs> um can i just say 2020 was honestly absolutely horrible it was great until covid came around and everything just like went downhill like if you didn't notice december 2020 i barely uploaded and honestly i'm so sorry about that i got caught up um but this year there's gonna be a lot of changes on my end because again it's a new year we gotta start fresh with this podcast so with that being said I have a special guest here that I work with. If you aren't familiar, I am part of the 9T University Shady Grove podcast, and I have the famous Joy. Well, hello there. I'm so excited to have her. Me too. Girl, yes, you're awesome. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks. Okay, so I was kind of like introducing uh, the podcast, but as you guys know, like my audience varies from people who are currently in school, currently attending school, currently um, who graduated, and even people who don't go to school. Some are in high school, some are even younger than that. So I have like a very um, wide range of diversity here. But before we get into um all of this i want to obviously ask joy a couple of questions because you guys don't know her and you're not familiar with her as you know i've made other episodes with a good friend of mine cat and of obviously this someone new so i'm just gonna ask you a couple of questions joy is that okay yes going and i must say you got a little bit of like the best of both worlds with like your viewers so like you mentioned some are in school some are not some are graduates i'm like dang that's like yeah such a great mix so. yeah you got it all. I love it. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna start off with what is your major? Oh, okay. So, um, for those of you who don't know me, hello everyone. Uh, my name is Joy Adai, um, and my major I study um, nursing at the University of Maryland, Baltimore, located at the Shady Grove campus. Awesome, awesome. It's funny because I actually wanted to be in the medical field when I was younger like I love the whole like surgery and like cutting people open type of thing obviously nursing is not like that but like you kind of get the feel of that if I'm right like I don't really know how it works so if you wanted to be a surgeon definitely you would be cutting people yeah I would say for my clinical rotation for the um obstetrics I can't get that pronunciation right sometimes but you do get to be in the OR so you get to see like you know the surgeon Mm -hmm. um you know kind of cut the the woman open to get the yeah. baby out if they're having like c-sections oh. so, i mean even though you don't get to do, do it, it you get to, get to see it. it that's awesome right. i mean yeah like you said i get the best of both worlds you get the best of both worlds we're both winning <laughs> over here um but it's the reason why i didn't want to do nursing or just like in the medical field is because the schooling was just like way too long and i just like couldn't find myself in grasp that idea like i'm gonna be in school for this amount of time the money is ridiculous like i know in the end of the day in the long run it is so worth it um but i guess like most people you know obviously they do nursing because in the long run it is good money um it's a long-term job that you can have and you're always helping people um so i guess my question is why did you choose nursing yeah, so um, so I chose nursing because at a young age, um, I saw like my grandfather like suffer a stroke, and mm. so he became like paralyzed on one side, and so I saw the burden that happened on my grandma having to be like the caregiver, not really yeah. knowing what to do, and so I think that fascinated me because then mm-hmm. I was like, huh how does the human body work? You Mm -hmm. know, why do our bodies go through different changes or, you know, when it becomes disease, like what happens to it? And so I wanted to know more about the anatomy and physiology. And so because of that, I think like that led me to like the path of nursing. Um, And I must say, so nursing is only like, to be honest, nursing school is only for two years. (laughs) What? (laughs) I had this idea that it was like six years or something. No, I'm like med school. I ain't about that life. Oh. But med school, like, once you get your prereqs out of the way, like your math 150s um, and, like, the basic stuff, your, like, anatomies and physiology, like, one and two, once you just do, like, you only need one chemistry, just one. Um, but, like, literally, once you get that out of the way, nursing is just two years. And, yeah, you just take your NCLEX and, like, you're a nurse. So I've been lied um, to my whole entire life, so you're telling me instead of being a marketing major, I couldn't be a nursing major? No, like, my cousin, she's 
she's a nurse and i think she's a nurse i don't know she's like in the like medical section she she works at georgetown and like one of them yeah one of them i don't know she works at georgetown but like i swear to god she's been in school for so long that i can't even keep track so that's probably why unless like maybe the transition yeah, from I- montgomery college and shady grove maybe could have been the reason and the factor as to why she was there a little bit longer i'm not sure um i don't know if that's the case for you so from my understanding, if you go to Montgomery College, it's a, um, is it either a two plus one or a three plus one? So like you finish with your, um, with your RN, but you're not like a BSN. So BSN is like bachelor's of science in nursing. Right. So with the, like, once you finish your MC, you have to take one more like year at like USG to finish that one year. So it's longer because, like yeah but like once you transfer to like usg it's just two years yeah you take your, like you literally graduate with your bsn and mm-hmm. all you have to do is just study for your registered nursing um practice license oh okay um, but maybe your cousin probably did her master's uh for you know i think she to, did like, i think in. yeah i think she did because i'm like if if you said only two years i'm pretty sure there is more to her story of the whole medical aspect, but I, I have no idea. Um, but, you know, actually, this came to my mind as we were talking, but I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure if I'm correct, but do you have to go on the campus because you're a nurse, like all the labs and stuff? With COVID, you mean? Yeah, during COVID. Like, I know in, I know they, like, send out, um, like, information, like, emails saying, oh only certain amount of students can come to use like certain stuff in the school like i don't know if that applies to nursing students so a lot of things have been restricted because of covid yeah Um, so for first semester students they can only go on campus for labs so Mm -hmm. like they get to really practice like their clinical skills so for example how to put on like sterile gloves how to put in like foley catheters um like doing like a wet to dry type dressing right. so they need to practice those skills in lab um the only thing that's changed is that you have to do clinicals every semester so first semester students have to go to uh, they have to go to geriatric homes but because mm-hmm. like you know with COVID, the nursing homes have, like, an influx of, like, COVID patients. Yeah. So, they restrict the nursing. Yeah. So, because of that, um, only the students only have to do, like, labs. Plus, like, there's, like, a VSIM that you have to do a virtual simulation Aww. where you get to take care of, like, geriatric patients, but, like, yeah. on an online setting. It really sucks. Yeah. But once they, um, you know, move up to, like, their second semester, that's when they actually get to go into that clinical setting. Okay. So then they would go to, like, a hospital um, or, like, an outpatient, and mm-hmm. then they would get to do, like, all their spiel and, like, actually get, like, that hands-on experience. But, yeah, but your first semester is the only one that sucks because you don't have, like, that clinical setting. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that goes with, like, every major, too. Like, your first semester just utterly sucks because, like, you're new, <laughs> you're, like, they need to be careful, like, you're the babies, but then once right. you get to, like, second semester, like, all right, you better know what you're doing because Honestly. you've already been here one semester, like, what up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it makes you hungry because it's, like, dang, I need to get my foot in the hospital. Right. And so, I think once they go in, they're, like, well, my mind is blown. Yeah. And that's true, that's how you feel. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely damn COVID. But yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm honestly like, when is this going to end? Like, not that I care. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't mind being home. I don't mind not seeing people. But the social interaction is so awkward. Yes. And also with Zoom, kind of makes it a little bit difficult. Uh, mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Because some people have their cameras on. Some people don't. So, like, in a classroom setting, um, like, the nursing program have, like, so many plus people they literally increase it every semester that's crazy Um, yeah so it's kind of like you got like two people on zoom like the camera's on and everyone else is like close (laughs) that's like one of my classes too yeah, you got the ones that like answer every question and uh-huh. like different. But those are great for recommendations. So I think they're probably doing that because like a they're very high maintenance and they want to answer any and every question. Yeah. Um. Or b they just want that letter recommendation. So you know they just want to have your faces like. I mean, go above and beyond. I mean, no, I'm nursing in general just like the whole medical field. If you're in like biomedics or like whatever it is. They're very competitive, so you really got to put yourself out there. Yes. 
Oh my goodness. And that is one thing that no one told me about when it came to nursing school. Um, Girl, you should have known that when you signed up for it. <laughs> no, I thought it was the collaborative thing. Okay, thing yeah. That I really wanted to do when, like, in terms of nursing, and it goes back to why I wanted to do nursing, is because I just love helping people. And yeah. I came from a different, like, country. I came from Ghana. And so I would see a lot of, like, kids, you know, on the street. I didn't have much. And I was like, I just want to study as much as I can and take care of these poor kids and so um fast forward to nursing school i thought everyone would help me and get to where i want to be yeah and then people are like no i want to be stingy with my stuff I was right like, so, talk about uh, that I got, yeah i got to be very selective with my friends mm-hmm. um the the squad that i have now uh we call ourselves the og spot mm-hmm. shout out girls yes but, um, we literally met on campus um at like literally like an out like at a spot and that's where like we started studying together that's good um and then covid hit but. yeah oh it's so annoying like the amount of opportunities you really could have gotten without covid is absolutely ridiculous like i think about so many different opportunities different things that could have happened just for everyone not even myself like where we could have been but then at the same time you know covid actually in some shape or form was very positive for a lot of people because you really got that time to self-reflect you really got that time to really think about what do i really want to do in my life because i when covid hit like girl let me tell you I didn't realize how fast it was for us to be graduating soon. You're graduating this semester too, right? I can't wait. I can't wait either. But like, I think about, I'm like, oh my God, like I have to get a job. I have to do interviews. Like, where am I going to go? How am I, how, where am I going to live? Like, how am I going to make this money? It's just like life, adulthood really hits you. You like, you think your early twenties is easy. It's really not. (laughs) that's true and i mean honestly thankfully there's always like a shortage of nurses i feel like for nursing folks um they kind of they kind of have a little bit of leeway because i'm like you can always find a job as a nurse um and so i mean that kind of brings me to what you're saying kayla because like i figured a lot of students that are graduating are going to have a lot of like uncertainties like where do i go from here yeah and so like as the student council like vice president i was trying to figure out what can I do um, to kind of help those people? And so um, I'm going to be taking lead on the Career Expo. And so with that, I've been working with the, yeah, the Career and Internship Services. Um, her name is Julia. And so we're going to come up with a collaborative way of how we can really find different companies and, and vendors to really come. Uh, of course, it's going to be virtual. Yeah. But really, like, create opportunities for people to leave that type of, like, career expo. Yeah. Or some type of, like, job or people mm-hmm. that they could, like, you know, set their eye on. Absolutely. So that's what I was looking into because I'm like, some people, it's going to be so hard. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, for some people, like, the jobs are frozen and they can't right. find anything. And it's going to be so tough. Like, limited, for sure. It's going to be so limited, for sure. Um, and I mean, honestly, I have no idea what's going on with the Biden campaign, but hopefully, <laughs> it, you know. I just know good things are happening <laughs> under his hands. Let's just say that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's going to be an interesting year. I know. But, like, I don't know. I just, I never thought about that question until, like, obviously COVID had hit and I really just reevaluated everything that was going on in my life. And then I was like, holy crap, like, what is every other people doing in their life? And then I started asking other people and they're like, I have no idea. And now I'm just like, you know, in the end of the day, of course, like, you get a degree and you really want to find that dream job. And obviously, you won't find it immediately. But, my last resort personally and coming from student a student who's been in school basically their whole entire life and now that's going to be transitioning into the more of the workforce honestly if worse comes to worse just get a freaking job at like the most basic place you know get that money get that bread start small and work your way up because you know even if you don't have that hands-on experience of what you're looking for, like, for example, for you, like, obviously your goal is to work in a hospital, but, like, let's say that that's not an option for you with, like, you know, the restrictions and limitations, be a caregiver. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like during these COVID times, people just limit themselves, like, no, I got the degree, I get where I need to go, and it's like, look, if you don't have that option, you got to do something else. Right, and I mean, I always tell myself there's always light at the end of the tunnel, so, you know, like you said, even 
if people can't find like hospital jobs, there's so many things that you can do. You can be like a home home care nurse, yeah. you know, like you could do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, just so I'm gonna put this out there in your little podcast, but um, so thankfully I got like I got accepted for a position as a clinical scholar, and so I'll be working at like University of Maryland Medical oh my Center. God. So I'll be working in their intermediate care unit. I know I'm so excited. That's so exciting. Where do you start? <laughs> Yeah, so I'll be transitioning um, after my practicum to work there as a new grad. And so it's kind of like set in stone, but I got a whole lot of studying to do. Yeah kind of secure that spot uh, but thankfully like I don't have to think about oh, what's next for me you know it's yeah. kind of like, like set I just gotta okay. pass the NCLEX rub and- it in my face <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm in that position where like I'm trying to I need to figure out and really do it for myself um, but it's really nice to hear that like people in my life like you for example you have that set in stone for you and I'm honestly so happy for you I I would it would suck obviously if you didn't have that option but like the fact that you're able to grab that opportunity and be like you know what I'm gonna make that my bitch kind of thing um you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> I was like yeah I need something for me yeah <laughs> yeah so I mean now that I know like this is for me then I get to really help other students like figure out what's next for them um and so I mean I like helping people that's I mean so I'm doing nursing so if they were like hey Joy can you help me with like this application can you like help me practice interviewing skills like that's what I'm here for and so I can kind of help them like secure you know different things too so girl I got you just tell me where you want to go and we'll look up different places if you guys heard that I'll send you the information of Joy you guys reach out to her <laughs> even if you're in high school too and just get that idea of like what it what can you do like she's definitely a great person obviously as you can hear um <laughs> to reach out to but i i kind of really want to get deep into the nursing aspect of it what are the positive things about nursing because i can think about a lot of negative things here <laughs> girl that's a deep one um yeah so the positive thing about nursing is that it's a collaborative like it's a collaborative work so you get to work with a lot of people Mm -hmm. um in terms of teamwork so you really get to work with nurses and doctors and like respiratory therapists and like social workers Mm -hmm. and consultants and case managers like the list goes on yeah and so like even though like you're stuck Mm-hmm. Well, when it comes to like the actual nursing field, you have a lot of help. Yeah. But like in nursing school, well, <laughs> <laughs> not there. Aside from like all the studying, yeah, there's like a lot of resources for us too. Like in terms of like grants and scholarships, like they really give you like a lot of like opportunities to work as a nurse extern Mm -hmm. so you can really see like what's for me what's not for me um but nursing the greatest thing about that is if you're really working on a unit and you're like "Uh, i I can't see myself doing this you can always just like diverge into something else um so for me if i was like like the intermediate care is not for me and i want to do like med surge or like a, a lesser critical type unit i can always like switch and move Mm -hmm. and so it's very flexible and i love that and you only get to work like three times a week for 12 hours like and you get four weeks or four days to yourself so um there are i mean i would say a lot of like pros with that because you also really like it's all about the patients I always tell myself like I'm here to serve patients right that's like my number one motto and so having to really hear where the patients are coming from Mm -hmm. or um like what it is that they do because I mean you never know who you'd meet (laughs) right the stingy old man but he could be like, you know, what do you want to do? And you're, I'm just like, huh, I would love to work internationally. And he's like, huh, I could definitely find a resource for you. Like, it literally, yeah. like, you could, I think you can meet anyone and everyone. Um, all mm-hmm. you have to do is just be nice. And that's literally all nursing is. Gloat your way in, girl. <laughs> Honestly, it's what I say. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can think of a lot of pros. So. Mm-hmm list could go on but I think for me the number one thing is just like the patient nurse like connection that comes with it got a good heart girl um but let's just turn that heart into darkness because we're about to talk about the negative stuff in terms of like nursing I know like in my marketing um program 
you know, marketing is like a, you're on the go, you're talking to people, you're selling people, you're selling yourself. Um, it's honestly a very like, <laughs> I don't want to be mean to my marketing major students, but like we're very competitive. Like in your face, we'll help each other. But aside from that, it's like, if you're behind, you're behind. Like we don't give a crap about you. Like you got to stay up front. And I right. know with the nursing, you know, there are some people that are super smart. They know what they're doing. And there are going to be some people that like either have too much drama in the nursing aspect of it or even like because I had I had a couple friends that I knew that were in nursing and like they weren't like the best people. Uh, they really just love to steer that drama. But I also knew that they were very hardworking. And I know that they were very selective on the people that they wanted to study with because some people would just use them because they knew what they yeah. were doing. And I, I don't know, like, where the negatives are. Where, where the Where's the deep end on that? Like, I need the tea, girl. I need the tea. <laughs> girl, see, I tell myself, like, I feel like you become who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And so low-key i hate drama like yeah i feel like if i just hear some type of gossip i'm just like skirt yeah (laughs) um but like you mentioned like there are people who are so smart and i feel like low-key you can literally tell who the smart people are yeah um but thankfully for my cohort the smartest people are always willing to help and so like they'll always like share their resources that they're using a study or like their test bank that they're using a study so it's kind of like if you always like if you literally have a question they are like willing to help you um i'm not sure what goes behind the scene on that yeah um but girl i know definitely there's i mean there are people who love to gossip yeah because i hear the stories and i'm like oh gosh who are we talking about again (laughs) like i can't keep up i'm sorry i need a list I'm like, oh, what did they do? And they're like, yeah. oh, they did this and that. I'm like, okay. Like, baby, I gotta go, like, test someone or do some blood tests. I'll come back and you can keep me updated. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like wherever you go, like, mm-hmm. wherever you are in your life, there's always gonna be drama. Um, there are little, like, yeah. Like, in our cohort, we definitely have, like, those dramatic people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I do hear the tea when it comes to those stuff because, like, in my group there's like five of us um and so like they fill me in and on certain things but i'm like okay let's just move on um but in the hospital too like you honestly oh my god it's even worse in the hospital i can't tell you how bad it is in the hospital (laughs) i i witnessed it too it's it's so bad that happened to me wait can i tell you a quick story so I tore my ACL, oh, and the girl came in, and she was like, oh, what happened? And I was like, oh, I tore it when I was skiing. You know, I ran into a tree. This is not. She goes to the person. At, like, she closed the blinds. You know, and these are, like, very flimsy things, right? <laughs> Thinking, like, it was, like, a wall or something. And then, the, like, the, the her coworker was like, oh, what did she do? She's like, she ran into a freaking tree. Like, how could you be stupid? And I'm just yes. like, I'm like, you know, when you're going 72 miles per hour per minute or whatever, it's pretty hard to control your skis. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I... I don't know, like, I could have died, but, like, at least I ran into a tree or something. It didn't, like, hurt my feelings or anything. I was like, at least I'm being talked about. But it was just crazy because, like, they would they would just, you know, anything they could just talk about. But then again, you have to realize they're there all the time. They witness the most ra- craziest things, like, I don't know, a stroke, a heart problem. Um, Someone, like, tore, stood up, and then next thing you know, their back hurts. Like, just the craziest things, and... I just when you're in that environment for such a period of time and you're with those certain peoples for a specific amount of time it's kind of like it's inevitable like you can't not talk about it like if I heard if I heard that you freaking slammed your finger on a door I'm gonna be like you're stupid like (laughs) like what and then it it broke like how can you not talk about it but I mean I get it that's the thing though I feel like there needs to be uh, what's the word? What word do I want to use? A professional way. There we go. That needs to go about things. Yeah. And honestly, like, honestly, where I work, too, like, there was one patient, um, like, I was sitting for a patient, and one of them, like, the nurses were talking, um, and literally the patient had to tell the lab, um, the phlebotomist, to come tell the nurses hey, it's not nice of you guys to talk about a patient. Like, 
I don't know. And they're so loud. Like, it's like the, the common sense. Yeah. It's just common sense. And I don't understand how I feel like nurses, they need to, they need to do a better job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still talking about their crap because I'm like, anyone could hear you. So like, please excuse yourself. Like, do we have breakout rooms for a reason? Please <laughs> use that. Oh, Yo, it's. But, I don't there's know. just too much drama too and plus you have a lot of estrogen on the units too many mm-hmm. females so you have, of course it's gonna be drama and gossip but females you know you just gotta excuse yourself if you don't want to be there or else you're gonna be just like sucked into the energy and you're just Absolutely. like what did i do like you come in there to work not gossip but like i get it because being in the business field you know i have a lot of males too unfortunately which is really annoying because like you know when they look at no when they look at us females they're just like you know you're deemed you're naturally emotional you can't make the rational decisions because you're too sensitive and stuff which i mean i'm not gonna lie can we talk about that real quick go for it telling us which my brother was like telling me he was like i don't see that women um are born to be you know leaders of a corporate because like they're too emotional and guys are more logical and i'm like excuse me a girl can do anything i mean hey we got kimberly harris as the vice president you want to like you want to tell her she's too emotional a woman gave birth to you and made you (laughs) like you you wouldn't even be talking if it wasn't for her can you guys tell me I'm too emotional to do my job and yeah. to be a leader? Like, who are you? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, how do you deal with stuff like that? Like, I'm just so intrigued. Yeah, I mean, I struggle with it every single day just because, I mean, I like living with a family and an autistic brother and then having the obligations as a student and then having to transition into that professional workspace. It's honestly very um, discouraging in a way. Like, I, I feel that, like, that separation can be super hard because when you have like family moments where things are going wrong or even just your outside life like a friend drama or boyfriend drama whatever it is as a girl too like I'm not saying it's an excuse for girls but like I'm genuinely gonna just admit like I think most of us are in some shape or form emotional and very sensitive I mean we're just born like that because we're naturally giving we're naturally loving we love harder than guys will ever do it and we show it and I feel in my kind of field, in a way, I do somewhat agree with your brother. I'm not saying it like women cannot lead, but in the sense of making those very hard decisions, we tend to make those decisions uh, through our heart than our, our brains, our mind. And I feel like that's where the disconnection of where males make the more um, logical reasonings because they don't really have a heart to begin with. Like, I hate to say it. I mean, they have a heart, but, like, males are so, like, they're rocks. Like, you can literally be talking to a rock or a wall, and, like, it's just, they're so plain. They can give you one answer, and that's it. And that's really good because in in a business field, you have to be demanding because if you're not demanding, if you're not confident in what you want, if you start questioning yourself, even even that slightest, like, emotional change in your face, because don't get me wrong, I don't have... I have a, a, I don't have a poke, is that a poker face? I don't know. I have a bitch face, okay? Yeah. I, like, my emotions, like, you can see it. Like, I, I can give you that vibe. And for males, they're just good at, like, you can't even tell how they're feeling. Like, they could just be like, yeah, we're having a meeting at three. And they, they are so excited and say, like, yeah, like, I'm excited to have a meeting at three. But really, and they're, they're, you're looking at them and they're, like, just so calm. Like, and, That's true. and I learn, like, I try to learn from it but I can't and I that's what I'm struggling at because you know I'm I'm still learning and I'm personally dealing with my own issues like don't get me wrong my life is not perfect I deal with issues that I'm still trying to cope with and pain that I'm still trying to deal with and then on top of that I'm trying to just transition into this professional world and I'm like how the fuck am I supposed to do this right you know that dilemma right there so I mean in a way, like, everyone's going through it in their own ways, and we're just trying to find that sense of middle ground. Right. Um, so that's just kind of how I'm dealing with it. I don't know if I'm doing good. Some days I'm like, I'm killing it. Some days I'm like, damn, girl, you got to get your shit together. <laughs> Literally me this morning. I was like, girl, like, I don't know what's going on, but you need to change your life. And then, like, yesterday I was, like, motivated. I was getting my life together. I was killing it. I don't even know. I don't know. But we'll see. <laughs> so, like, what leads you to those things? Because, I mean, 
some days you're like, yeah, I mean, of course, you're going to have like some days where you feel like literally like you're hitting rock bottom. And then other days you're like, oh, my God, I'm killing the game. So for you, like, do you know, like what triggers that? Or is it just like a, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's definitely, like, a past experiences that trigger it, and it comes down to me having to learn how to accept what had happened and know that I'm not that person anymore, or I'm not with that person, or I'm not or surrounded by those people, or I'm not dealing with that anymore, but right. it's really hard when... It's, it's not even like I wake up and I'm like, okay, today I'm going to be very sad. Like, no, I don't do that. It's just something I'm doing or something someone said triggers me. And then next thing you know, the whole past flies past through me. And I'm like, shit. Like, I know that I'm going to be emotional. I know that I'm going to have this weird, like, my mood just automatically changes. And, like, don't get me wrong. I've been learning every single day. Like, I've been trying my best not to let it get wow. to me. But, girl, like. If you're human like you get to feel but like I feel like sometimes I'm a little too emotional and I feel way too much and so to find that middle ground it's like I need someone to be like Kayla like you got this like it's okay like if you gotta cry you gotta cry but you gotta remember you gotta keep moving forward like you cannot keep living in the past and I feel like even with my boyfriend too when I have issues with him it's hard because he will never understand unfortunately like I hate to say it but like you know we've been through different experiences so just right. i'm going through it on a roller coaster but i mean i'm gonna just say this girl like you've come this far you better graduate mm-hmm. so like and it's normal like you know we were born this way and so you know it, it is normal to feel those things like yeah. and plus your past does not define you girl you're smart <laughs> and beautiful and accomplished so kill those uh, oh i was about to say the n-word but yeah you can kill those guys and uh yeah like i mean i feel like everything comes together for your good so yeah i mean everything happens for a reason um gotta push through really and and in the end of the day like you gotta do it for yourself um right you either choose to be happy you choose not to be happy and i i normally tend to look at it as a motivator um obviously during the time that's happening i'm like life sucks i want to like dwell in it but then like five minutes later i'm like you know what i'm a bad bitch like i got this i i've gotten so far and that's great to know this too because i'm like in my field of nursing i'm definitely gonna come across people that feel this way and so Mm -hmm. like it's my duty to kind of help boost them up Mm -hmm. especially in like a hospital because like most people have a lot of anxiety oh yeah a lot of fears like there's just so many uncertainties while you're in a hospital so i mean this kind of also tells me like all right joy you go meet people like these like just just know what to say and just know how you can help boost them up because i mean it's definitely going to come in handy and it's so crazy too because i one thing i've learned too about like nursing you can't be too sympathetic with them or empathetic because like it really can get to you and you can really get too dragged into that um you're customer client's life or your person's life um like i there's this one guy who was really really old and i i remember him because my grandma used to tell me that's the dude she used to live with uh, he lived across the hall from her and he had this one um caregiver and the caregiver was very young very very kind but this guy was a little troubled you know he he was very depressed he was very sad and he was a little manipulative in a way and i and that and his caregiver really you know cared for him obviously and he spent a lot of time with him and the she was like I remember the first day he came and as I saw him every single day going to him the caregiver going to the client everything just shifted like downhill like you can feel the the tension and the vibes that really changed and how impacted that that person did uh did to the caregiver and I was just like you know you really also have to find that sense of like okay i can't be too emotional with you but i can be you know sensitive and say certain things to you and be like okay enough is enough yeah honestly like i mean you literally said it perfectly i feel like you have to know your patients and so some patients will literally try and manipulate 
manipulate you if they know you're like very emotional and very mm-hmm. sensitive and very attached so like for those patients that like are addicted or like are there for withdrawals they would use your sympathy to your weakness they'll be like um i'm sorry can you give me more pain meds and like if you give them more pain meds then it's like you've really not helping them yeah and so um there comes a level of like you know there there comes a barrier where like you got to figure out okay which patients are really there for the help and which ones are there, you know, where they can't really manipulate you and yeah. uh, use your weaknesses against you. So you just got to read your patients because, I mean, everyone is different. Everyone is there for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's it's tough, honestly, because it's kind of like some people mm-hmm. are just naturally very nice and given and, you know, sympathetic to everything um it sounds yeah like it sounds so exhausting like i know a lot of like people in the medical field like they're working long hours and then they have to physically and mentally be there for their patients and it and it's like where do you where do you find your energy and motivation to continue wanting to come back and deal with the same not the same same stuff again but just like to deal with it over and over again Girl, that's a great question. So, to my right, I have my lovely piano. Um, <laughs> oh, you play piano too? I do too. Uh, I love learning, um, especially practice, because I feel like when you keep playing the keys, it kind of just, the rhythm becomes more natural. Um, so, my piano is, like, my go-to. I love candles and, like, meditation. So, that's, like, also something I do for my self-care. Mm-hmm. And I can't, oh, I can't neglect my workouts. Um Obviously, I can't be one of those nurses that tells my patients, like, oh, you got to work out, you got to be in shape, and, like, be, like, 100, like, you know, pounds more than what I was. So, um, Mm -hmm. I definitely work out, um, and I do, like, a lot of, like, self-care. That's good. I know it's going to come where, like, I'm going to start working, and, like, the stress is going to hit me, but then I'm going to have to, like just think about what I used to do that worked for me mm-hmm. and so I'll just have to remember okay you just like bring work, yourself oh. back to like when you right. weren't stressed like what ha- what exactly. did you do right like what worked out mm-hmm. and so yeah like those things are literally my go-to oh and I can't diss my boyfriend hey so um, <laughs> yeah like gotta put some time <laughs> with him <laughs> yeah so he's also like a comfort relief um for until me. they piss you off <laughs> yeah exactly like you love Uh, them but you're pissed at them but it's okay because the next day will be fine (laughs) but thankfully he's great at communication so i know he like kind of always keeps me in check and he's like oh so how are you feeling today or you know what's your mental health and what i I suck at communication (laughs) (laughs) like i really do it's so bad yeah well i'm glad that he's like that uh it would suck if you were dating me um (laughs) like i wouldn't say crap i'd just be like i'd suppress it like i don't mean to it's just like it's hard to really talk to people when you're upset even in like the professional way like talking to your like boss or even saying like hey like i'm not feeling the best or like it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be towards them but just like you know confronting people and just saying like hey like i'm not feeling okay what can i do like i don't know what to do or like i don't know how to feel it's really hard and it's even harder when you want to go to someone and not feel like you're burdening them with your problems too right. and i feel like at least with me right now that's how i've been feeling lately like i i'm trying to deal with it on my own but then at the same time I'm like where well, i'm not getting anywhere you know what i mean that's true that's true um so i'm like the polar opposite where i'm just like everything that i feel it has to come out or else i'm not gonna feel like i mean i'm that way too sometimes but like lately i've been on this weird like vibe like i just can't tell people and there's most of the days i'm like i can tell you whatever the heck comes in my mind i don't care how rude (laughs) it sounds like i'll tell you um which is bad too in a way (laughs) (laughs) it's i mean like you know your body and you know yourself so i mean those days obviously they're gonna come where it's like i just need to deal with it and see if i can solve it before i can you know reach out to people and then if i can't you know that's when you know yeah i have that self-reflection so yeah like i understand where you're coming from because i used to be that way too um yeah mm. i feel like it gets worse sometimes like as i get older because <laughs> it's like you get older you experience more you deal with more like when you're young it's crazy too because like i would see like Poe saying like i wish i was younger because i've never i wouldn't have never known about like 
um, the whole, like, racism or, like, even dealing with, like, problems, too. Because when you're young, you just play with whoever kids you want to play. Like, you didn't care about the color. You didn't care about their hair. You didn't care about the looks. It was kind of like... Right, like, you you have a baseball? Let's play. Like, you want to go on the monkey bars? You want to jump over lava? Like, let's go. (laughs) That is so true. And, I mean, I feel like it also stems from the family. Like, what does your mom or your dad tell you about? Yeah. Who do you play with? Or, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I honestly, life is so much simpler as kids. Yeah. Um, But then I feel like as you get older, too, like, your circle grows smaller. And so you really get to see who's, like, truly there for you. So, yeah damn life is just the life hits you yeah i mean you're constantly changing every single day whether you like it or not you just have to admit to yourself like you're either changing for the good or you're changing for the bad but at the end of the day some people see more bad to you and some people see more good and you just really get to choose um and pick on who you want in your life and to just really wrap this up um just a couple questions for like people who aren't in school or people who have finished school um so for the people who aren't in school what's kind of um suggestions or advice would you give them if they're stuck in a rut figuring out where should I go for like my future going to college like what is your advice that you'd want to give them and this is for people who are not in school Mm -hmm. okay so I feel like everyone is a lifelong learner regardless Mm -hmm. of if you're in school or if you're not in school I mean we see people who are like millionaires or billionaires and they drop out of school and so I feel like the only advice that I would really give them is to really find your passion or your purpose because then that alone can really like lead you as to like do I really want to be in school or do I just want to like figure out what business I want to run and then go from there but you know life is given to us and I look at life as like a world of a bunch of resources right there are always like things or people that you would meet that would honestly lead you to where you want to go mm-hmm. and so I feel like for me my number one goal that I would tell people is just to find a mentor or <laughs> like just someone that you can just like reach out to and lean on um I know for me I have a mentor um she was like my student advisor um well my advisor when I was doing the senate um I did like the senate presidency and she was there throughout and she's still like my advisor like even as I'm about to graduate and so just having that like backbone or person to really reach out to um they can honestly set you up as to like what you want to do where you want to go you know what books you you need to get like Mm -hmm. they will honestly set you up for life right and I mean I'm like a firm believer of like if you fall gotta get back up and find the people who help you get back up too so support system is key uh, support system is so key support system is definitely key um so i mean it's got me this far and i'm sure it's probably gonna get me even farther so yeah girl you're already ahead of a lot of people than i know and it's really good to know that i'm surrounded by people who have their head in the game and like even for people i am i do encounter myself with and that aren't there yet like you have such a lifelong ways to go like don't think right now just because you don't have your life together you can't get somewhere um but i really love everything you said because i feel like this notion of you have to go to school like obviously school is great like i definitely think everyone should go to school if you have the ability to if you have the money to even if you don't have the money there's always other opportunities and ways people would actually help you because everyone is always rooting for people to be in school and i think it's super important and it sucks too because a lot of people that are in our younger generation you'd be surprised they don't even want to go to college like Okay, I yeah. think it all stems with the money too, because like FAFSA has just been. Honestly, can I rant real quick? With yeah, go for it, girl. So honestly, like I, I mean, I come from a family. Um, my parents are like both married, but then yeah. you know when it comes to FAFSA, it's just like our EFC is too high. But I'm like, do you know how many bills they gotta pay? Like yeah. you're telling me the EFCs are too high. I can only qualify for loans, and so yeah. that's where people get discouraged because they don't have the money to help sustain them from school. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the government just needs to do some type of thing where it's kind of like even though you have an EFC, they need to figure out who needs the actual money for school and not just like it's a whole thing but but. here's the thing it's funny that you mentioned that too because some people just get the money and like they go to school and they're not even fully as committed as other students are and it's like i understand the issue like we don't get enough money for it like 
other students that really need it should get it but then like do you really know that person so i understand that leverage where they're kind of like you know i'm only going to give you this amount and you got to figure it out yourself because in reality they can only do so much for us in the, in the government sense which is like what the hell <laughs> but i mean i don't know like as much as i hate to say it like you really don't need a degree to get far in successful but at the same time it's like if everyone's getting it it's really just like a baseline just knowing that like you're set like you have that degree like you will get that good job plus you get when you have a degree you are set for the specific amount of money that you will be paid so like if you were to start off obviously without a degree you are starting at minimum wage or even less so you're not making as much so the the ways it you know weighs on each other that's true and like this i feel like this society or this system is it's kind of like if you don't have an education like you can't really go far but like i always tell my friends i'm like if you got a side hustle girl like you gotta make it work yeah so like regardless of getting that degree just figure out a side hustle that's really your passion mm-hmm. so even though you don't like your job and you know like it's giving you like a salary or an income yes that hustle can definitely sustain you too so yeah you got a bit of like the best of both worlds low key yeah i mean you really got to start somewhere i mean like with this podcast i like i love talking and like people like (laughs) it's funny too because in the podcast that we deal with at 90 i don't ever speak like they don't see me in my element (laughs) well i (laughs) i know i know but like (laughs) it's crazy because it's like this is the first time well joy and henry have definitely seen my element here on my personal podcast and i'm a lot different like i'm very very different like personality wise yeah very different guys don't mess with me because i'm fake anyway (laughs) i'm kidding (laughs) just spilling the tea but yeah no it's just it's you know you really just gotta start somewhere and for me when i made this podcast i was more like a friend of mine he plays tennis he really encouraged me to do it because he started his during covid and i was just like you know what like a couple of people mentioned that i should start it so i was honestly just doing for shits and giggles like it'd be fun but then like i really got into it. i was like wait this is great for me to add on my resume this is great for me to just really like just do it as a hobby but also encourage people and just give people a place where they can relate to like this right. podcast itself may be unfiltered maybe like you know fun and games and stuff but i've brought people that have been young and pregnant and married i've brought people who were used to be like overweight and now they're skinny i've brought people who've dealt with like the 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 racism and stuff like just like the changes in society and it's really just gen z over around and i and i was honestly inspired by that because i feel like our generation is so fucked up okay <laughs> like and i just wanted a podcast right and i wanted a podcast where like i could bring and share to people that like we're all on the same page but i want to direct our younger audiences and people who are even dealing with their own life issues a place where they can be inspired and in hopes that even this conversation inspires them i mean i was definitely inspired i mean i'm kind of pissed though because i could have been a nurse by now but no i'm still on that like i'm still really pissed <laughs> forget that forget that i'll just bark at you and i'll make sure you get on the money don't worry <laughs> thank you i'll, I'll get to the best um hospital okay maybe i'll make you t-shirts i don't know maybe you can help me sell the t-shirts We'll figure Definitely. it out. Definitely. <laughs> I'm looking for a side hustle too. Shoot. <laughs> oh, but it's definitely a pleasure to have you here. I was, I'm was. i really so grateful that you're able to take some time out of your day and really just talk about like your major, just the struggles you go through. Obviously, Joy, she's a, she's busy. You know, she has her own things. She's a, what, you're like a, what do you do at the school besides the <laughs> podcast? Like she, let her speak and you'll be like, I don't even know how she has time for this because I personally don't even know how she, she has time for this. It's too funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, so as Kayla mentioned, my planner is very busy. I got, like, meetings all week. Um, but, yes, I am the student council vice president and the co-host for 
the NIT podcast, like you mentioned. I'm also I'm like the co-breakthrough to nursing chair. So we kind of, it's, it's catered towards like pre-nursing students, nursing students, kind of gear them towards like the nursing field and helping them with the resources that they have. Mm-hmm. I'm also part of ACES and CEO. I've been a part of that since like high school. So I kind of like dragged through. Um, yeah, I get to do a little bit of everything. You know, faculty look up to me and say, hey, Joy, can you do this? I'm like, sure. Uh, I'll just add that to the list of things that I got to do. <laughs> like, um, I'll just get there eventually. <laughs> right. And also, like, I also work as well. So, yeah, it's a lot. But honestly, like I tell myself, like, I have four more months to really do this stuff. Yeah. So as much as, like, it's going to really break my heart that I have to let all of these things go once I graduate, um, I think it, I think that's, like, my motivation piece that I'm. it's going to literally it's temporary yeah and so I'm just like gotta get on it but I'm so grateful that you reached out and be like Joy can you be on the podcast with me I was like yes yeah I, I mean like, like no hesitation yeah no it's just it's nice to have a diversity of people because you know I've had all sorts of people on my podcast and I never want to keep it so like the same and I know like a lot of people are always afraid to be on a podcast because they're like you know I'm afraid people will judge me and I've actually had so many responses where people are like this is what I want to hear or like I'd like to hear this or you know I would be on it but I just don't know how I would say things and it's like you know what just just speak it from the heart it's so much fun you're just talking yeah exactly literally just talking and I feel like once you literally start like like you literally started talking I feel like the conversation hasn't stopped. Right. And so it's literally a conversation. We're going by the like, stop. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're going by the stop, y'all. That's a conversation that keeps going. Yeah. I mean, it's a very insightful conversation. It definitely takes you to a different, you know, uh, way of thinking. I mean, I love listening to podcasts when I go on my walks, obviously. I listen to a lot of podcasts, at least for USG 9T, um, on my walks because I like to really be the third-party listener and really just judge it and, you know, give Henry the feedback that he needs for the podcast. But I also like listening to my own because even I kind of have to listen to my own stuff and be like, you know, we said really interesting stuff. Or, like, I thought that was really funny. You know, like, kind of, I need to be my own listener sometimes. And it's really interesting, too, because... I never thought I would get this far where I would have like 400 listeners and I was like holy crap like I was I remember the first time I did make my podcast and I was like so discouraged because I only had like 10 listeners and now I'm over here like just just making content here left and right but just I'm making content on my own time when I feel good when I'm happy and when I when I think it's necessary because like I said I made this I made this episode instead of it making like a specific episode like where we had like a specific title and like I had to ask you questions I just wanted it more like you know we're really going at it like we're dealing with life and being a nursing student just even during these COVID times I feel like it was necessary, you know? Yeah, it's necessary. And I must say, if you become the next Oprah girl, don't forget about me. Oh, I'll girl, I'll be showing you out. Even <laughs> after 9T, like, we'll definitely keep in contact. Like, I don't, okay. I mean, unless you want to drop me, like, <laughs> okay. You're stuck with me. I tell my friends this. I'm like, unless you cut me off, like, you're stuck with me. I'm I got no one to cut off. Everyone's been like, cut off. <laughs> it's crazy but i'm always calling people out the blue like i literally call henry i'm like i'm so bored what are you doing so it's kind of like i don't even think you have my number i don't but i need to give it to you after this Hello. Yeah. Hi. And now she's about to hit my digits. You hit me up first so I can be like, new number, who this? <laughs> new number, who this? I remember that used to be a thing, but it was uh, good times, good times. But anyway, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you guys so much for listening and hopes you took something out of it. If you didn't, that's fine. It's okay. My heart right. isn't broken. But the fact that you listened to it this whole way through, we really appreciate it. And thank you again, Joy, for taking the time out of your evening to do this with me. It's a pleasure, Kayla. Thank you, viewers and listeners, for being loyal to her. So definitely subscribe and get your friends on it, too. Uh, you won't miss a thing. So And perhaps we'll have more content with Joy. Is that something to look forward to? Maybe we'll do another episode on, like, the afterlife of her in the schooling. We don't know. We don't know. Just stay updated. Stay tuned, boys and girls. Coming your way. Alright guys, well I'll see you guys in my next epi. Bye guys.